You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. So as we come to the end of chapter one of Proverbs, uh, verses 20 through 33, it's a long section and it's uh, got a little subtitle called The Call to Wisdom. Henry Cloud uh, writes in his book, Necessary Endings, that there are three people represented in Proverbs. There's actually many more, but one of Henry Cloud's gifts is to take a lot of concepts and simplify them. And he says there's the wise, and he says they are characterized by those who let light in. Um, then there are fools, and they're characterized as those who don't respond to the light. And then he says there's the evil, and here he says that those are the people who are bent on destruction. He said when dealing with somebody who's evil, what you want to do is bring lawyers, guns, and money because they are uh, dead set against anything good in life. When dealing with fools, he says, you want to give consequences and instruction because they will respond to light once you get it. And the wise, he says, you want to resource. Uh, It's a nice simple rubric. In Proverbs 1, there's actually a little more nuance to how to see kind of people and even ourselves. And the, the first just thing that jumps at us in Proverbs 1.20 is that it says, Wisdom cries aloud in the streets. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance to the city gate, she speaks. And this is implying that there is this incredible open invitation, that wisdom is an open secret, that it's a public invitation. And sin, as we just learned in um, chapter 1, verses 10 through 19, is in many ways a private invitation. It's come with us. We're going to do things in secret. And just a simple test for yourself. When you are choosing what's wise, you do not need to keep it a secret. When you are choosing sin, it will often feel like it needs to be shrouded in secrecy. Now, here are the types of fools that we see here. And there's, there, there's actually, in Proverbs, three different words translated to the word fool. And then there is also this person who's simple and the person who's a scoffer. Verse 22, how long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? And simple means somebody who's naive is what that word means. And the idea uh, that few of us would believe that we're ever simple means that we're easily duped, that we believe light is what it isn't, that wisdom is what it isn't. And so the simple, naive person will think, oh, that's really smart. And they'll go down a path thinking that they have knowledge that they've been given and they're ignoring sometimes the public invitation of wisdom. So the simple are gullible and naive, and they'll believe almost anything and examine almost nothing. And some of the signs of naivety are trusting people who aren't trustworthy, uh, being easily influenced either toward wisdom or folly, believing that things will work out even when there's huge evidence that suggests otherwise, and moving forward without taking the time to do due diligence. That, that's what a naive person does. Uh, the, the scoffer, again, verse 22, how long will scoffers delight in their scoffing? Um, and the amplified version defines somebody who scoffs as one who ridicules and derides or cynics in, in the message. And these are people who uh, basically have a perception of superiority. 
And so now it isn't just I, I believe that I have something that, that the light has come, but the superiority rests on the need to feel good about ourselves, which is often actually the result of insecurity. And they scoff and make snarky and sarcastic comments because down deep they say, I have to believe that I somehow have things right and I understand how things should be. And so this is a prideful kind of person who says, I have to deride others in order to feel good about myself. So rather than saying what is most wise, they're defending themselves. They're defending something that they believe is is key um, to their own well-being. And in many ways, this is a result of not believing the gospel at the core of our being because we believe that we need to, to be proven wise in all that we do. Um, Paul David Tripp writes at one point, so much of our disappointment in relationships is not because we have an unrealistic view of others, but because we have an unrealistic view of ourselves. When we are harsh, impatient, critical, irritated, judgmental, curt, and unkind with others, we are revealing more about what we think of ourselves than about them. When you think you are righteous, you expect others to be righteous as well, and so you become demanding, judgmental, and constantly disappointed. That is a scoffer in many ways. And what we want to do is learn to deal with others with grace because we have come to the realization of how desperately we need grace. And then there's this word fool, again, that shows up here, verse 22, and fools hate knowledge. And in Proverbs, there are two primary ways that the word fool is translated from English, from Hebrew to English. Kiesel, which means to lack judgment, good judgment, and a well, which means to have a hardened or stubborn heart. Uh, there's also a word nabal, which means a godless fool which isn't as prominent in Proverbs. But here the word is kiesel. And so to hate knowledge means to lack judgment. Or we could say again, to resist the light. And that is to, when the light is shown, to not even hardly understand it. And then he moves, verse 23 says, If you turn at my reproof, um, I will pour out my spirit on you, and I will make my words known to you. Because I have called you and you refuse to listen and have stretched out my hand and no one is heeded, because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. He says, I'll laugh at your calamity. I'll mock you when terror strikes you. Verse 29, um, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. See how this cycles back to chapter one, verse seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You didn't go to my word as your source of wisdom. Instead, you chose another path. And then he says, verse 33, whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without the dread of disaster. Will you let light in and choose not to be the simple, the scoffer, or the fool? Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.